Okay. Well, thank you so much, Josh, for joining today. Today we have a special episode. I haven't done one of these uh, interview sessions in a while, but uh, when Josh reached out about his company, uh, Arborist Now, I've always had personally yeah. a lot of questions related to kind of the landscaping, but also just things related to what is the process of even cutting trees and what is the general cost of such projects? And so when Josh reached out, I was like, hey, this is a perfect time, I think, for a lot of people to get to have a, a sense um, about the process itself. So Josh, welcome to the show and uh, thank you for joining me. No problem. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me, Spencer. Okay. So tell me a little bit for the people that know this is, I mean, this is particularly for the Bay Area. So if you're tuning in from other parts, it may not be as relevant from a cost and procedural perspective. Um, but Josh, why don't you share a little bit of the history of the company and where is your coverage? Sure. And then we can start going into questions. Yeah. So our history, we're, we were originally started in San Francisco. Our owner is actually from Switzerland. He immigrated here when he was 18 years old and he didn't really have a plan. He wasn't sure what he wanted, but he knew he wanted to come to San Francisco. Um, so it's a really interesting story and he wasn't originally planning on going into tree work or landscape work at all. Uh, he was just started to do it a little bit on the side to kind of help pay the bills and allow himself to live while he pursued other things. And he started growing a small team and people really liked his work. But that started to grow into a company and that was not his plan at all. And that was about 15 years ago. Um, and now here we are, we're about 25 to 30 people in size. So we're still relatively small, but we've been growing a lot over the past few years. Um, the area cover, we still cover San Francisco. That still probably accounts for, I'd say, at least half of our work. But over the past few years, we've really been expanding into other parts of the Bay Area. Like we cover the entire peninsula all the way down into to Santa Clara County as well, um, the entire East Bay, and then also Marin County. So really the almost the entirety of the Bay Area, and we're, we're still looking to continue that pattern of growth. Um, so I hope that answers your question. It, it does. So um, walk us through in terms of, um, are most of your clients, uh, hiring you guys to maintain or trim trees or do you find more of the projects of actually removing it and maybe planting something else like what where do you kind of see them like how do you just split the yeah this actually is yeah so we we do everything from the very smallest landscape work it could even be the smallest shrubbery you have all the way to the very largest tree removals and everything in between I would say we do a little bit more on the maintaining and tree pruning side. Uh, we really like to focus on, on safety because one big aspect with trees is if they're neglected, they can become a problem and can become a safety hazard or a liability to people or even property damage. So um, that is something we really focus on is, is tree pruning, but we also do the, the big removals as well. Um, so it's a good it's a good balance of all that, and we even have a landscape division that focuses on the the landscape maintenance side of things. So it's a combination of a lot of things. And so walk us through. You know, I love to ask different questions for this. So on the tree pruning side of things, 
Um, how yeah. often do people need to have you come out? Is this a yearly thing? Is this every quarter? And how do you kind of price it? Like what is the general cost one can uh, assume? Um, and if you want to give a specific example of the type of tree, like size of a tree, that'd be just been uh, helpful. Sure. Sure. So the, I'm sure as you could imagine, the range can be quite large. Um, on the smaller side, a tree pruning, if we're pruning a, a fairly small tree, it can go as low as a few hundred dollars all the way up to uh, big tree removals or even large trees to, to prune and maintain that can cost multiple thousands of dollars. Um, so it can be a really wide range, but I would say an average project size and for a residential property, I would say would probably be around a, a, a thousand to two thousand dollars or so. And it really does depend on what type of work you're doing. Um, but to give you an example, like um, a, a really common tree here in the Bay Area that we have in residential areas is a Japanese maple tree. They have really nice fall color. Um, they typically get about 20 feet tall or so at maturity. So I would say a tree like that would range anywhere from, say, $300 to uh, could be even up to close to 1000 if it's a really big tree that needs a lot of work. So um, there's a lot of different factors that affect it, even where it's located on the property. If it's all the way in the far back corner and it's a really long way to haul the debris that's going to really add to the cost whereas if you're working on a tree that's right near the street it's going to go a lot faster because we don't have to take the extra time to haul the debris um, out to the street um, so yeah it's a really it's a really wide range and i would recommend having your your trees looked at on a yearly basis by an arborist especially if they're large trees um, just to make sure you're staying safe um, and then we can make the call whether how often they need to be pruned. Some can go multiple years in between prunings and some should be pruned uh, once a year, or even sometimes more than that. So it, it's a really, it really just depends. What, what are, what are some mistakes that you see uh, homeowners do not just of not pruning every couple of years or whatever it may be. Like I see people kind of can choose, obviously like anyone could, anyone can do things themselves, right? They just go get right. some cutter and just cut that whole thing yeah. off, right? Um, Absolutely. What, what are the mistakes people are making by doing that? I mean, is it just cosmetic? Like it just doesn't look as good? Or is there anything else that people need to be concerned about if they just cut it because they just want to make it, just want yeah. to not worry about it for a while? Yeah, so I, I totally get people wanting to do their own work. Their own work. Um, I'm a little bit like that myself, trying to do things myself before I ask for help. But it is important to keep in mind when it comes to things like, like tree work, it can be harmful if you don't do it the right way to your property. Um, and it can even create an unsafe environment for you. For example, if you misprune a tree, um, the tree can actually respond to different ways and you wanna prune it in a way that it's gonna respond well and have a nice future. And if you miss prune a tree, there's, there's potential that it will respond with um, a type of growth you don't want. An example is topping trees. If you, and we see that a lot, is people wanna top their trees and it's, it's really not the right way to, to do it. And we see a lot of poor pruning practice that way and it can lead to safety concerns 
um, because the type of growth that responds um, is actually much weaker than a properly pruned tree. And that's much more likely you're going to see branches break off in, in, during a storm or a high wind event, which we've actually seen a lot of that over the past few weeks. Um, and that's just going to create an unsafe environment for you and your property. So I definitely recommend doing it the right way, especially if it's a larger tree because they have more potential to cause that harm and damage. Got it. And so another question is related to uh, roots, right? You know, roots can yeah. get into blocking sewer lines. Um, it can even worse get, you know, affect the foundation, which is, would be really bad. Uh, how, right. how do you actually solve these things? Um, like what is the actual solution? Let's say they know it's affected the sewer line. Maybe let's talk about that scenario. Mm -hmm. What if it's going to the foundation? Like what are the solutions to, to stop this from getting even worse? Right. So that, that's definitely, uh, an issue we see a lot, um, when we're, working with uh, other industries especially the real estate industry is roots can have an impact like you mentioned on um, sewer lines on the foundation uh, the roots they they really want to go to where the good soil is and so if there's a leak in the sewer line then the roots often find their way in mm -hmm. and um, to answer your question a way to deal with that it's it's very difficult to predict because we don't always know what's going on underground um unfortunately a lot of times what is done is roots are severely cut and it's you just have to be very mindful if you're going to do that to make sure it's not um, a really large tree or it's not too too close to the trunk because the closer you are to the trunk that you're cutting those major roots um you're taking away the tree part of the tree's stability so you can really create an unsafe environment for you if those roots are cut and the tree is left standing because um, if it's a large tree, it, it, you could potentially be taking almost half of its like uh, stability away and it's gonna be much more likely that it can fall. So if you're ever unsure, I would suggest talking to an arborist before you cut roots. Um, and this is something I, I say to contractors all the time is call me if you ever are unsure because I can take a look at it and, and let you know if it's safe to cut certain roots or not. And every situation is really different. It's hard to know like one way or another without getting the opinion of um, someone that's dealt with this before. So. And what tools do you, do you use? So like you are there, you go to the tree and what do you actually mm -hmm. do? Like walk us through someone's not there with you. What are you actually measuring? How do you measure? Like what tools do you use to measure? Like what is, what, how do you know outside just looking at the tree itself? Um, as far as all parts of the tree or, or the roots or. More the roots um, side of things. Like how do you know okay. that the root is, oh, it's getting to dangerous territory. Like, is there a tool that you can see yeah. like almost underground or you have to dig things up? Yeah, unfortunately, the only way to see it is to dig things up. We can often see signs of it through like, for example, um, concrete cracking and it often means there's a root growing going under it or sidewalk upheaving um, uneven terrain that it wasn't always like that. It usually indicates that there's a root, but the only way to confirm that is to actually dig and, and see what's causing that. So uh, yeah, 
unfortunately that's that's the only option but um it'd be interesting to develop a technology i wonder if there even is any out there where you can um see exactly where the root systems are and what the cause is interesting and are there specific cities that require permits to either trim uh, a tree i don't i don't think you need permits to trim trees do you that is a very good question and every city is different so um most cities you do need a permit to remove trees right every city needs a permit that i've worked with to remove a tree if it's a street or sidewalk tree you absolutely need one um, but not all cities you need a permit to remove um, a tree in your backyard for example like san francisco uh, most of the time you're not going to need to need a tree removal permit is what they're called in order to remove a tree in your backyard but um, a lot of other cities even if it's a small tree you may need a permit in order to remove the tree so make sure to check your city's website wherever you are before you remove a tree to make sure you're staying within the law because they do have um, fines associated with this if you don't follow the rules so um, talk to an arborist or look on your city's website and talk to them to before you do that to make sure you're staying with the rules uh, for those that are trying to like uh remove a tree themselves because i've seen just some is just a stump right um yeah does that actually work i mean obviously it looks terrible but like does that act, i mean eventually it'll grow mm -hmm. back to what it was is that true or not true well uh, you know it depends on the species of tree some species once you remove them down to a stump they'll just die and over time they'll they'll very very slowly break down um, or some species you do cut them and then they'll almost immediately start to sprout back and can turn into um, another tree or a shrub. It's usually the structure is a little off, but we do see that a lot. Like for example, there's a tree called a, a blackwood acacia that will almost always re-sprout or a eucalyptus. They often re-sprout if you remove them. Whereas something like a pine usually dies once you, you remove it down to a stump. So it, it all depends. Interesting. And what is a general, yeah. there was like a 20 foot tree and someone wanted to remove it. One, like what is the cost of that from what you've seen, just an average and how long does it actually take like on your end, maybe permits take its own time. Yeah. If you were to do it, how long would someone can right. Well, it's uh, it's tough. There's a lot of different factors that go into it. So I I'd say on the lower end, it it's going to be under a thousand dollars. But on the higher end, for a twenty foot tree, it could potentially even get up to uh, a couple grand. But it, it probably would be less than that. Twenty feet is not too big of a tree. It's more in the small to medium size. Um, so I would say there's a good chance it'll be under or around a thousand dollars or so. Um, but again, it really depends where on the property it is, um, how, how wide it is. And, um, yeah. So a lot of different factors, but I, I'd say that's a, that's a good estimate. What, uh, what tools are you guys using? So let's say it's in the backyard, but it's, 
like the fences are yeah. not easily accessible. Like what tools are actually using? It's not any machinery, right? Or is it, is it? Well, so if it's in the backyard and we don't have good access uh, to the tree, then we usually have to climb the tree unless there's a lot of room in the area to where we can just make one cut from the base and drop or fell the tree and then cut it up once it's on the ground. But we oftentimes working in urban or suburban areas, we don't have a good, it's called a drop zone. Right. And we have to uh, piece by piece remove the tree. So we actually have to climb up it. Um, it's kind of similar to rock climbing. Right. We have a, a climbing harness and we tie into strong portions of the tree uh, with rope. And then with, uh, with a chainsaw, we make cuts to piece out the tree and either drop it safely down or if there's a really tight area or lots of uh, what we call targets or objects or property in the way, then we'll have to tie those cuts off and lower them or rig them down safely to the ground. Interesting. And um, yeah. How, how long does it take to remove a 20 foot tree? Like what's the length of time one can expect? Yeah, I, I would say uh, a 20 foot tree could, could go as quick as an hour or even up to three or four hours or so. Um, and that's full extraction. Or, or you, yeah. Um, so removing to ground level, not, not counting the, what we call stump grinding, that would be another service. And that's, that's another good thing to bring up is when we do a tree removal, we're typically removing it and, and making our final cut as low to the ground as possible, which will be a few inches off the ground. And then, um, oftentimes we are doing stump grinding because just having a stump there is, is not very aesthetic. And also sometimes people want to replant different trees or, or landscaping in the area. So we do come in with what's called a stump grinder machine and it can, um, it can like chip away at the stump and you can go well, even a couple feet below grade level with it. If you want to do something with that space in the future. Oh, wow. Okay. And are there specific cities that are the most friendly for this kind of work? And there are, there some that are really protective of all trees in a sense, um, or is this just specific types of trees like redwood or something that they're, you can't even touch. Yeah, that's, that's another really good question. And it really goes by every city is different. Um, a lot of cities are very species dependent where you need a tree removal permit for um, a specific list of species and you may not need that for other species. So that's another good question. If you're not sure what species your tree is, ask an arborist, they should be able to tell you what that tree is and that could be dependent on if you're going to need a tree removal permit or not. Um, but really every city is different. Some are more lenient, some are more strict on it than others. But um, overall, I think it is a good thing that there is, that there are tree removal permit systems in place just so people aren't removing as many like trees as possible all the time and, and doing things the right way uh, because trees do have a lot of benefits for us as well. Mm -hmm. And then our, my last question as we close off, what is the largest tree that you guys have ever cut or removed? Like, tell me about that. And where was it? What city was this in? If you, if you know. Yeah. 
Well, that's a, that's a good question. We're actually, um, we're going to be removing some eucalyptus trees in um, Belmont coming up in uh, a couple of weeks. We're starting and these trees are, are huge. They're about, I would say 150 feet tall or so. So um, those are some of the bigger, bigger trees that we've removed. We've removed a lot of large trees. We've done a lot of big redwood tree removals in um, San Francisco. We actually just did a really big pine tree removal in uh, one of the parks in San Francisco a few weeks ago called In a Coolbrith Park. Um, it's up in like the Russian Hill area, has a super good view. Uh, we had a, a really good picture of a couple of our climbers up at the top of the tree and you could see the entire like Bay Bridge in the background. Um, so we've, we've removed a lot of really large trees, but I would say these eucalyptus removals coming up will, will likely be the, the tallest ones we've removed. And may I ask like why they're being removed? Is it because of a view? Like what's the reason for this one? Yeah. So these eucalyptus trees are right behind um, a residential area near uh, the back fence of a few homes. And they've had some issues with branches breaking and falling. And you can imagine a, a tree branch, even if it's only a few inches in diameter, if it falls from that high up, it has the potential to cause a lot of damage. So um, the city was able to issue those permits for the tree removal. And really it was on the safety side. That's why they're being removed because such large trees um, right near a residential area that has had a history of branch failure or branches breaking. So that's, that was the main motivation for getting these removed. Wow. That is, uh, that is interesting. Yeah. Sure. Well, I learned a ton yeah. about, um, trees more than I've ever done before, have ever learned before. So I really appreciate you being, you being on this show. And I, I think a lot of listeners have some much better insights as well. Uh, what are the best ways for people to get a hold of you, whether it's for uh, their work? And it's good, actually, that you cover the kind of an entire Bay Area. That way, yeah. you know, it's not like suction off by geography. But what would you say is the best way for people to get in touch with you in case they have any work themselves or if there's anyone else that has any work needed? Sure. Yeah, they can uh, either go to our company website, which is just arboristnow.com. Or you can reach out to me directly. I can provide my cell phone number, which is 415-840-4107. You can text me. You can call me. I'll respond and get back to you. Or even you can email me at josh at arboristnow.com. Any of those ways will work to, to get a hold of us, and we, we'd be happy to help. That's awesome. Well, Josh, thank you so much for your time. It's great to hear all the work that you guys are doing. Uh, it's something kind of mysterious on, on my my world and yeah. from also perspective. But I always get questions like, "How much does it cost to remove? Like, what are the ways to solve this?" I'm like, I'm, "Yeah, yes, but uh, I'm not really sure." And uh, hopefully, yeah, hopefully people will learn from this and they have a yeah. better idea. Okay, I actually have one more thing I'd like to add that I I didn't mention in um, earlier is. When we are removing trees, we often, uh, if we have good access, we save the wood oh, yeah. and turn it into um, wood products. So we, we really try to, when we do have to remove the tree, not let it go to waste and repurpose that material. So we have a, a wood milling division in the company. It's called Arbor Upcycle. So 
if anyone uh, doesn't want to remove a tree because um, they don't want to kill it, which we, we see oftentimes, um, it's another way to repurpose the wood so it's not going to waste. So if anyone has any questions about that or interest, feel free to reach us, reach out to us about that as well. No, that's awesome. It's good that it doesn't just get, you know, shredded and, and destroyed. Yeah. Use it for other things. Cause I'm sure there a lot of them are really good, solid pieces of wood, right? Yeah, I mean, these are huge pieces exactly. of trees. That's <laughs> definitely. Yeah. We have some really good uh, species of wood and very diverse here in the Bay area. Right. So it's, um, we definitely take advantage of that and, and try to repurpose it as much as we can. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you guys for tuning in. Hope you enjoy this episode. Haven't done this style in a while and uh, I'll see you at the next one. Thanks again, Josh. All right. Thank you, Spencer. Take care. Thanks. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of this podcast. If you like this show, please be sure to leave a five-star review for wherever you have searched for it. And if you wanted to talk about your real estate goals, feel free to reach out at any time. You can email me at spencer at spencerhsu.com or give me a call or text 408-223-5493. Talk to you soon. Have a good one.